their own set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these knuckleheads? Who let them have a podcast anyway? Need <laughs> <laughs> your mama's permission. This, this is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Fumani Johnny. And I'm Ray Ray. Oh, damn. Yo, what up, Ray? Fritz, what's going on? Where's that Maynard? Fine. No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> um, I'm here. That's bullshit. <laughs> I was gone for yeah, two weeks. You suck. <laughs> two weeks that my list has been waiting for your intro, and you come up with that, bro? No, I've already done that one. I'm not going to redo if I, it. If, if I was actually paying you, I'd fire you right now. That's fine. Dude, I, mean, I already heard the last podcast, so I was probably... I had two uh, podcasts ago. No, what? You're upset about the, 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 the two-point the two reduction you No, I'm, I'm just disappointed you guys didn't say why I was gone. Dude, we, I don't, was we, don't, get any per- we don't get any personal that, business. Honestly, I know. That's <laughs> bullshit! You know, the funny no, part No, it was a good experience, it. but I'm not going to go into it. That intro he just had right then? Sound like he was getting a physical. Turn your head and cough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is it, Mike? Is it good? <laughs> Must be the blue note. So, <laughs> so for, for, for your next physical, man, if the doctor goes to check the old prostate and you feel two hands on your shoulders, you better run. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike. Mike's liable to look back and go, oh, I get a massage with this, too? <laughs> Wait, I got to tip him afterwards. He's telling you, he's telling you to relax while he's rubbing your oh, shoulders. Old Chippa will become the tipper. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of chip mayonnaise, chip mayonnaise. Oh, good lord. Oh, good man, lord. I forgot about chip mayonnaise. Oh, dude, you should have seen it. Chip we, off the old oh, here we go. Hey, talk about the old chip off the old blocker over here. Where we were together doing something, and he was in the car with us. And he picks up his, his damn thermos or whatever he calls that thing, and he says, uh, uh, "Candy, can you do some more repairs on this? That no, thing is surgery. gonna chunk. I wanted surgery. That thing's gonna chunk the size of his friggin' head. Take it off the side <laughs> of it." I was in the airport and I was uh, going through security, and it came out of the bag and bounced right off the ground at security. And I was like, "Oh, Candy's gonna kill me." <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking of anything like what else? Like what else is going on? I'm like, man. There's only Andy's so much epoxy you can put on one of those things, brother. That's she's, it, man. She's, she's never fixed. Well, we didn't ask. We never went through fixing the other ones. So. Well, you know. Why bother? You just keep breaking the exactly. damn thing. Exactly. Chipping it up, But hey, I, what I explained to Daz is I use it more than anything I have. Yeah, that's true. So I did stick up for you. The too, odds didn't I? are going to be I'm going to drop it or the kids drop it. Yeah, 90% of the time it's kids. Yeah, of course. This time it's kids. Of course. Yeah, well, Mike, why don't you why don't you share with our listeners because I think it is important about what you were doing oh, and why okay. you were gone. All right. Yeah. I mean, we like to bust your chops. But uh, no, no. I, I had an opportunity. This segment is brought to you by the Mainers. I just had to do this for work, so I'm going to do it really quick. All right. So I ended up having an opportunity to help out at the Special Olympics here in Orlando at the USA Games. Volunteer. Uh, volunteer, yes. Okay. I was there. Yes. You weren't a participant. You I, were a volunteer. Right? You know, I was not playing this time. Um, so, uh, he so, ain't playing. You know, you're special, Mike. Yeah, very special. Um, my mommy says I am too. Yeah. Um, you real special. No, but it was, it was a good time. It was a great experience. Um, got to see a couple, one of the guys who actually motivated me to do it. Um, be with his family, cheer him on as he got his award. And actually, it turns out he's been on local news in Maine, 
Shout out to Brandon Pierce with his silver medal and bronze medal. So nice. proud, awesome. proud of him. Yeah. He was Good cheering answer. us off. For, yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, he was cheering us when we played softball back in Maine for church league and uh, just wanted to go and support him too. So it was pretty nice. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. I also saw a picture of someone else that you met over there. Yeah. Yeah. I did meet Tim Tebow. That was Tim pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Wow. wow. I hope he prayed for you. I was yes. <laughs> well, you know, he's, he's a real big supporter of the uh, special, special Olympics. Needs. He is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty, he's, I actually got to meet him myself too. One time. Super cool guy. He's the kind of guy that walks in it. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he, he also, he does a night he, to remember. Night to remember. Yeah. Where they yeah. do a prom night for yep. special yep. needs. My wife has, uh, chaperoned a few of those. Yeah. We, yeah my, my wife as well. Yeah. I've served at several too. Cool. Great, great cause. Great cause. But like you said, Fritz, he is definitely a guy who walks in it. That'd be a good example of of our show title tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that was my first excuse about why I was gone a week. So the second one, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're probably grounded. I was probably probably grounded. Good. I can only be here when I'm at, when when I'm allowed to be. I want to thank Mikey publicly for my Top Gun. Oh yeah, my Tomcat. Oh, Thank you very much. It looks nice on the wall. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. There's some. There definitely is a good meaning to it. So yes, it something does. Made me think of it. It's a great reminder. It made me think of you. That is awesome. That's all you got, man. I know you. I know you got some more bullshit to spit, man. What do come you, on, listen. Don't stop come with on, me. Man. Don't stop. You know what? <laughs> I don't want to put out it for the listeners. You, you might be able to tell. There's a little bit of you know. Anxiety, frustration, a little yeah, ang- oh, yeah. in an old Ray angst. Ray's voice. Oh yeah, I mean the guy has actually been working forty hours a week, and he doesn't know how <laughs> no to do it. No way. Oh yeah, uh, Ray. I, I'm sorry, you've been, work- you've been working full time this week, bro. Man, I go from ten hours a week to actually like 50, 60 hours a week. Man, I don't know what to do. My whole world's upside down. There's old domes already. You've been out the sun and everything, huh? Oh man, red that, domer that, over there. That's actually that blue note. That's got my dome red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, don't, I don't want to get your brains pushing up against your skull. I can no, tell you that. No, no, no. But yeah, actually, you know, this week, Johnny, you and I are both uh, kind of in the same boat with oh, what's yeah. going on at work. Yeah, Woo. that's it, man. You gotta. We are definitely walking in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely walking. Walking in it. in it for sure, man. And you know, it's it's funny that you you say that as, as we were kind of putting things together and talking about the podcast this week. That's you. Know, I was thinking to myself, you know. I think a lot of times as men, we don't allow ourselves to embrace or to celebrate the fact that we are walking in masculinity, mm. that we have the blessing to be able to call ourselves men and, and yeah. walk in that. I mean, I know a lot of times on our podcast, we talk about the struggles that we have and the things that we deal with and the and the selfishness and the things like that. And, and I just thought that, you know, it, it'd be a really nice change to kind of talk about some things, you know, that we should be really proud of. And being a man is something to be proud of. And we should yeah. walk in that and walk tall in that. Oh, yeah. It's all it's all a frame of mind, you know? With, you know, say you're working and stuff doesn't go the way you want it to go. Something happens, something bad happens. Or not bad, bad, but something out of the unusual, something that doesn't make things better. It's all in how you look at it. You know, it's all in how you walk it out. And as men, you can look at it as, Man, I am up here against this. Everybody's telling me being masculine is bad, being masculine is toxic, being masculine is no good. Or you can look at it as being raised as a man, being masculine. I know how to handle these situations. I know how to walk these situations out. I know how to make things happen. Well, I think the reason that we struggle a lot, a lot of men struggle in that area, is because I think there's a false, um, 
understanding or a false descriptive of what masculinity is in the world yep. today. Yeah. And I think men get a bad rap because we get stereotyped as and we think that our masculinity is all strapped up in our our uh, physicality or our sexuality. Um, and, and I think one of the things that, you know, that really strikes me that I think that just blows my mind a lot of times is we get so caught up in thinking about what we want to be and we don't celebrate who we are. And the world's feeding it to us. I mean, the world's feeding it to our kids. It's feeding it to, you know, especially young boys. It's like, you know, you, you shouldn't want to be this and you should want to be that. You know what I mean? Or, you know, if you don't want to be this, you can just say you this or say that. And, you know, we've got to learn to walk. Walk in our masculinity. I just, uh, you know, since the Mainer ain't pulling up any stats or anything for us, I went ahead and pulled up the... <laughs> He's uh, been on a two-week hiatus. I yeah, mean. you know, what's, you know, what did, did we miss him? Was he gone? Uh, Tell me the topic before I walk in, and then maybe here we go. Don't, don't, there we go. Here we go. Hey, be a man. You know what they up. say about excuses, right? Skin of reason, stuff full of a lie. So Quit lying to yourself. The definition is having having qualities or appearance traditionally associated with men, especially strength and aggressiveness. But I think today they are distorting that definition. They're trying to make everything be overwhelmingly aggressive or overwhelmingly, you know, there, there's, no, there's no middle ground. Well, the, the issue is, is the word aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they've turned that into. I mean, become, that's become a bad word. If you're, you know, if you're aggressive, that's bad. Right. And I, don't, and I don't think that there's a true understanding of what aggression is. You know what I mean? I mean... When you're aggressive, it, it means you go after things. You're intense. You're, you're intentional about what you're doing. Um, you make how you feel known. You know what I mean? And and that doesn't have to be, you know, conveyed in a negative connotation. It, it's something that can be conveyed in a very positive way. You know, uh, knowing what you want and going after it and being aggressive about it. You know, right. Most of the time, it's funny. You know, we get we get dogged on about being aggressive, but isn't that really what a lot of times women want from us when it comes to our pursuit of them? Yep, they want us to be aggressive in that area of our lives. They, when it comes to romance, yeah, or it comes to you know pursuing. When it comes to defending the country, right, right. They when want it, us to be aggressive. Then when it you comes bet. to defending your wife, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's a good one, Ray Ray. That's the thing is, there is dignity in masculinity. Absolutely. There is. But the definitions and the words that the world and the media and the movies and all that are using now are overtop, overbearing, not the true definition of masculinity. Well, I think the other part of it, too, is we're swapping roles. It's like it's, yeah. not, it's not good enough for the man to be in the man role anymore. Now, why can't the woman be in the man role? Yeah. And why can't the man be in, a, in the woman's role? And it's like we get so caught up in this thing called equality and we don't allow ourselves to understand that there are certain roles that we play in life and certain things that we do as men and certain things they do as women. And, and that we should embrace those things and encourage those things rather than pushing back or saying, well, I don't think it's fair because she gets to do that. I should be able to do that too. Well, she gets to do that because she's a woman. Right. You don't get to do it because you're a man. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's look at it like you said, equality. All right. A man is not a woman. A woman is not a man. Period. That's why men don't participate in women's sports. Women don't participate in men's sports. They do now. Well, somewhat. I was kind of getting to that. Oh, sorry. But that's what I'm getting at is that they are equally 
when it comes to being a person. You are equal as a person. When it comes to physicality, you are not equal, period. It, that's it. That's all there is to it. There, it's not it. I mean, the, the fastest man in the world is much faster than the fastest woman. Exactly. The strongest man is much stronger than the strongest woman. That's yeah. it, exactly. That doesn't make women any lesser. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I mean, the Women's Swim Organization just pretty much said you can't be in these events now. They just passed this new thing that's different than what's going on with the college and stuff. But you can't be, you can't be a, you can't change your. It was it puberty blockers before, at any time after twelve. I was like, well, it's still, but whatever. I guess they're, they're trying to get it on the puberty side, but I nothing I agree with. But, um, but, but, but here, here's the going. thing that we got to be really careful of is is that you can look at it, and this is how the the, the world and the enemy distorts things. Because you go, okay, well, now they're going to, you know, even at the playing field, you can't do it unless you get been on puberty blockers since a certain age. So yeah. what does that do? That encourages kids to, get to take them at a younger age yep. because they don't want to be boys anymore. They want to be girls. This, that, this is where this, this thing gets toxic and it gets, it gets really convoluted. Yeah. Agreed. Right. And it's, it's scary. And I wasn't trying to go down that road. Neither was I. But we got <laughs> oh, I did. So congrats. I was, yeah, I was just trying to go down there that we are equal as human beings. But when it comes to physicality, we're not. We're different. You know what? And that is an absolute beautiful thing. It is a wonderful thing. We are intentionally made the way we are. And emotionally, we're not the same either. Exactly. And that is that itself is an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why women compliment men and men compliment women. You won't you won't hear that, you know, in the news nowadays that men compliment women. You you'll you're oh they they suppress us and this and that, blah, blah, blah. No, we were made to compliment each other. Yep. Period. And that's what we're talking about is to be proud of that. Don't get it twisted, though. Don't think that, you know, you're the one who's going to tell everybody what to do and how to do it, when to do it, and this and that. If you are a true man in true masculinity, you are seeking what is best for your significant other, for your wife, for your girlfriend, for your kids. You are not worried about yourself. Well, the other part of it, too, is when we talk about it here about being self-aware, right? Right, and it, part of being a man is is being humble with the fact that there are just certain things that I'm not good at, and you know what? There's things that, that my wife is better at than I am. Yep. And yep. as a as a real man, I need to step back and allow the person that's going to do the better job to do it. Yep. So you know, if, if she's better at handling finances than I am, then she needs to handle the finances. Yep. You know, if if I'm a better cook than she is, then I should be cooking. Yeah. Without you know what I mean, I mean, we want to put out the best, the best. I hate to use the term, but the best product possibly that we, something that we produce together, which, a, which, which is a byproduct of who we are, right? Mm -hmm. We want that to be the best version of us. Right. And there are certain areas that she excels and there are certain areas that I excel and that's okay. That, that Being self-aware about that doesn't make you weak. It makes you stronger because you can sit there as a man and go, you know what? You know, I'm not very good at this. Yep. And, and, and my wife, she's better at it than I am and then vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we get in this competition game like who's the boss shit. Who, I mean, who cares? Right, exactly. Yeah. I yep. make more money than you. You make more yeah. money than me. I, I can tell you, I, I spent a uh, quite a long ride with my niece and her boyfriend, who are in their early twenties, and it was a an eye opening experience for me because my niece is typically like the rest of us, very take charge, very you know, my whole family is very assertive and take charge and make things happen. And her boyfriend is the complete opposite. But I was watching where her boyfriend filled in his role within the, within the, um, their, their couple or whatever it is. He filled it. He picked up where she left off. 
you know, and it was, it was, it was really weird for me because, you know, my first thought is, dude, step up, be a man, be, you know, mm -hmm. but he knew his, he knew where he was good. He knew where he excelled. Yep. And so did she. And she let him excel in those areas and he let her excel in those areas. We're all given specific talents. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we all get all given specific talents. Like I work for in the financial business. I don't work on cars. I don't work on, I know I don't, I'm not a plumber. I'm not like, you know, what they call the manly jobs. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's what you, what you make of it. Like, you yeah. know, I, I have guys that literally who I work with that you're like, oh yeah. I mean, and after their job's done, they go and they work on their cars. They go and they do all that stuff, but they chose that position, that position. That position, that position, and that and that job role to be able to do what they're doing. So, just yeah. Well, even ahead. even at that, Mike, mm -hmm. you're getting ready to go do help the guys put together a shed. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you really don't know what you're doing. Correct. But <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you yeah, want he, to learn. You don't know what you're doing. Correct. Yeah. I want to learn, and I want to be a part of it, and help a brother out. That's pretty much what I. Yeah. I agree. Well, well, we'll get right back to that if we make a quick break. You're listening to The Battle Podcast, a GSR podcast production. And now for that brief infomercial that you've come to love and appreciate. Going up. What up, men? Thank you for listening as we know your time is valuable. Have we helped you or anyone you know better their life? Will you consider helping us to grow with a gift or a sponsorship? A little goes a long way. And we need you to help spread the word. Because of you, we can make this continue to be a free resource for people all around the world. Email us at thebattlepodcast at gmail.com or give securely at paypal.me slash thebattlepodcast. Email us battlepodcast at gmail.com or paypal.me slash thebattlepodcast. We appreciate you and we thank you for listening and supporting and your generous gifts that keep us going. Now back to the show. So as you were saying it, Mike, I mean, and you make a great point is that there are certain roles that we, we roll into and there's certain things that we're able to do and that doesn't make us more or less of a man. Yeah. Right. I know what talents I have and I want to learn to be better at what I do. Like whenever my friends are working on my cars, I watch what they're doing. Do I understand 90% of what they're doing? No. But I'm at least trying to understand the basics so I don't feel like an idiot when I go to the car dealership or when I go to a, a garage or anything. So like they, you know, because that's where a lot of people take advantage of you. Yeah, like because they 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 go off of who what you don't they they go oh he doesn't know what he's talking about so I'm just gonna add this and add this and you know I'm, that's what I want to do I mean it's best for my family too yeah you know as I was sitting here I'm thinking you know part of the issue that we run into too is you know people with strong personalities you know like myself and Ray and and my my brother and a bunch of guys that are very outgoing Fritzy Mike's getting there. Um, <laughs> he's my beast, baby. Yeah. Ah, step by he's step. shaking off the wool and he's starting to grow himself a mane. Uh, <laughs> but, that's <bullshit>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can't see my hat, everybody. <laughs> Lion's not. Anyway, but you know, I, I had a conversation with a buddy one time, and we were talking about our daughters, and he, you know, we said both of us because we have very strong personalities, and we raised our daughters to be self-sufficient, and because we have had a lack of men stepping up. And a lack of guys being willing to walk in who they are as men, masculine men. There's a there's an underlining fear sometimes as a father. And I know Ray, you go through this. Fritz, you've probably gone through it. And Mike, you're gonna you're going through it with your littles too. But that we want to prepare our daughters not to be 
solely dependent upon a man. Well, what happens though is, is that we are feeding into the reverse role. Yeah. Whether we realize it or want to accept it or not. And then they start walking in the role of a, of a man instead of walking into the role of a, of a woman in, in the relationship when it comes to certain areas. Yeah. And we've got to be willing to look in the mirror and understand, you know, what's our, what's our role in that? Or what's our, you know, how much of that is because of what we've instilled in them, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I look at my daughter, she's very independent. She, she sits down, she's got ideas and thoughts and plans and everything else. And I'm like, damn baby, hold back. I mean, you got to let him be able to make some decisions and come in. But then he's, you know, her boyfriend's pretty passive. Mm -hmm. And I tell her all the time, that shit's only going to be cute for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I tried. I tried to impress upon my kids that you know, and I tried doing it by showing them, you know, working with my wife and stuff, that it it does take both of you. You both have to have your own set of desires, your own set of thoughts, your own set of aspirations, and you have to work with each other. And that's part of. I think honestly, part of being a masculine man is, like you said earlier, knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and knowing where your significant other picks up where you're weak and it's okay. It's and okay walk to, confidently in that. Yeah. It's okay to have weaknesses, period. It, it is absolutely okay to have weaknesses, but most men think masculinity is not about expressing or showing your weaknesses. Well, and the other part of it too, is a lot of times we're so apt to walk in our failures rather than walk in our successes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have a tendency as men to beat ourselves up and mm -hmm. and get caught up in the mistakes or the failures that we've made. And we don't take enough time to, to celebrate the successes in our life, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, like anytime something happens with the kids or the wife or your girlfriend or whatever, you always go right to, well, man, I did this or man, I didn't do that. Instead of walking confidently and boldly in who you are as a man, you start to walk in doubt, shame, regret, yeah, fear, yeah. all those different those those different um stereotypes that don't fit you as a man. Yeah. I look back at our uh, podcast. We had Daniel on who was the mortgage broker and he, he was, he was absolutely proud to say, yeah, I fail 98% of the time. Mm. And as I'm going through and I am questioning these people trying to get business from them, I'm actually kind of thinking, okay, quick, tell me no. So I can get on to the 2% that's going to say yes. So he was boldly walking in his, I guess you would call that failures. You know, a lot of guys would call that as failures and get depressed about it. Well, he was self-aware. Yeah, self-aware. It's funny too, because I, I was watching a documentary today about the, uh, they say the most ruthless, uh, unliked soldiers of the army. And that was uh, Operation Rattlesnake. And they had invited um, some uh, troops from the UK to train with them. And he said, we have to win. It's, an, it's not a, an option for us to lose. We have to win because these troops learn the best in failure. Ah. If they're allowed to win, then they're not learning anything. They just get puffed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, you'll definitely learn more from your mistakes than you will from your successes. And embrace them. Embrace your mistakes. Embrace being a man. Embrace being masculine. It's okay. Just make sure you're doing it the right way. That's all there is to it. Make sure that you're taking everybody else into consideration, that you're being selfless, not selfish with the decisions in your actions. Make sure you're thinking of others. That's true masculinity. 
Yeah, I mean, we were designed and we were created for a purpose. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be, you know, the defenders and the protectors and the providers of our families. Yeah. And that's more than just monetarily. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, women want you to pursue their hearts. Oh, yeah. And how can you possibly pursue the heart of someone when you don't even walk confidently in who you are? How, they, how do you ever expect somebody to love you when you're not even loving yourself? Oh, yeah. You, you know, it's funny because, again, back to my niece and her boyfriend, watching them and interact with each other and listening to him, you know, her talking about what's going on with her job and what's, you know, what she's going through and all that and him saying, hey, do you think that's a wise choice? Do you really think that that's the smart way to go? So not not saying that's stupid, you shouldn't do that, but saying really think about what you're saying and what you're looking at doing. Mm. Do you really think that's a wise choice? And and that right there, to me, that's masculinity. That's saying, hey, I'm thinking about you and and what you're going through. Is that wise? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not telling you you're wrong or, or beating you up or right. trashing you. I'm just telling you think about what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. That's well, you know, it's men. We we have an issue with we're, we're fixers anyway. We try to yeah. fix things, and that's yeah. where I get myself in trouble. The most. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, I mean, we, we just got back from. I mean, and I know John, you and I were there. We're at the bold. We're at the conference, uh, men's conference, and it, uh, the one biggest thing I took out of that was, you know. Just because, like, I'm I'm a big sports guy, so like when I had when the guy is speaking and he's a uh, counselor for uh, Division One coaches for football, like he came up with this great thing about three D's of a team of a team. Uh, let's say it was a team culture. First one is defend. I mean, sorry, first one is determine. So you work together as a team. And so I I took it as you know as the man of the house, I'm going to determine where I think we should be at, and then the other one is defend it. And then you, but the other part is that you work with you, you work with your partner, you work with your wife, you work with your teammates, you work with wherever you got, right? And then your your job is to defend it and what you guys decide on what you want to do. And then their job is to, and then the the team is to demonstrate it. So it's it's interesting how they like talk about how coaches we could do that. And I mean, I I I learned a lot just from that piece when it comes to you know how to be a man when it comes to that piece working in tandem with your wife on certain things in the house, like you know. I want to be the man of the house and I want to work on this stuff, but you kind of need to work together, especially if you're a team. I mean, I get that from you all the time. So, so what, yeah, you've got to determine what kind of man you want exact, to be. Exactly. So, so what were those uh, three D's again? Yeah, three determine. D's. Determine, defend, and demonstrate. There you go. Three D's. Demonstrate. Like Sorry, demonstrate. Yeah. yeah. And that's the team culture. That's the, the what, does he, what does he say? The three D's of a team culture. And when you look at it, no matter what situation we're in, whether it's our home, we're a team. Whether it's at work, you're a team, you know, no matter what it is you're doing, you really need to do it as a team. Oh, mm-hmm. Sitting in the studio, we're a team. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're a collaboration of men that have come together that have put themselves on the back burner to try to make a difference in the lives of other men. Right. Yep. That's know? it. That's yeah. what it's all about. Exactly. But, you know, as, as, as you listen to this podcast, I hope and I pray that when you're hearing this is that you walk away with the thought of knowing that, hey, you know what? I should be proud of who I am and what I am. You know, regardless of what the world world tells us, you know, God don't make mistakes. You know what I mean? You were made, you were fearfully and wonderfully made with a purpose. And, and the, the, the whole thing is, is there, are we walking in that purpose for our lives? Are we walking in the, in the direction in which we should be going 
as far as when it comes to being being a man, to being a husband, to being a father, to being a friend, to being a coworker, to being a brother to somebody. I mean, are we walking in that? Or are we getting caught up in what the world tells us and we walk in what we have and what what we spend and where we live and you know what we drive and you know what our wife looks like and do, or you single guys out there, how many girlfriends you got? I mean, what kind of clothes you are we walking in all that? Because if we're walking in that, we're going to be walking. We're going to be walking in it, and we're going to end up stepping in it. That's what's going to happen. And you're going to be scraping it off your shoe when it's all said and done. Now we have to walk in our masculinity. You're going to walk in it, man. And you know it doesn't come easy. You're going to fight every day of your life. That's why this bad, but this podcast is called the battle. Because the men that are sitting in this room right here, we all know that we are going to fight this battle every single day of our lives. And at the end of the day, you know what? It's never going to stop. The war rages on, man. But you can walk in the fact and the confidence of knowing that you're a man. And you play a vital role in not only just your life, but in all the lives that God has entrusted you and the people that you touch, it's like the tentacles of an octopus, man. It just reaches out and it just touches everything around it. And it has a cause and effect. It's like the ripples in the water. You throw a stone and the ripple just keeps going and going and going and going. You know, I share with our listeners. I mean, I was talking to a, to a friend of mine that's been listening to the show. And he was telling me that he's listening to it at his shop. And he says, I don't care if people want to listen to it or not. I put it on. They got to listen to it. He goes, and, and while I'm listening to it, one of my coworkers looks at me and says, hey, is that the Battle Podcast? And he's like, yeah, how do you know the Battle Podcast? He's like, I was on the Battle Podcast. And it's, it was John from Sober is Swaggy. I mean, we, we interviewed him on our podcast. And here he is in a, in a body shop working with a guy that I met at our church that now listens to our podcast at work. And this is how this stuff works, man. This is how this stuff happens. And everybody in some way or another is connected. And that's how we need to walk in it, man. We need to walk in it together. Listen, if you listen to this podcast right now and you have some doubts or concerns, you know, you can always contact us at the battle podcast at gmail.com. I mean, we, we we joke around about it. Fritzy gets all ate up about it. Send us a damn email. But you don't need to fight this thing on your own. Hit us up. Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Guys, you don't have to walk in this alone. And I promise you, when you walk in tall and you're walking strong in who and what you are and whose you are, your life is going to change dramatically. Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about them. And when you recognize that, my friends, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road.